And we are back. Once yeah. again, it's the Wash Gods. Wash never washed up. I am Sean Luke Picard. Yeah, I'm Drive, man. We're like you said, we're um, on the couch again. Back with you niggas. Uh, shout out to 404 Creators, No mm. Limit Exposures. Uh, Taji. Exposures. I put an S on it, like black people usually do. Uh, yeah, Kroger's. <laughs> Kroger's. Yeah, yeah. Publix or something. Uh, Walmart. Yeah. So, yeah, we're back once again. This is God, we're the Wash Guys. Wash mm-hmm. never washed up. This is episode 66. 66. Shout out Joshua Hosein. Sang, pardon me. Who we just talked about, and I still fucked up your name. But uh, number 66 played for the New York Islanders, currently playing in the Swedish Hockey League. It was interesting because the article I read was uh, about him taking Mario Lemieux's number. I used to be in the hockey, not so much anymore, but I know that name. So obviously he's a force to be reckoned with if he's talking about I believe it's Mario, actually, too. Just throw that out there. Mario shit. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the uh, French. I remember first hearing about uh, Mario Lemieux, and it fucked me up because I'm like, man, have I been saying Mario's name wrong this whole time? <laughs> he, yeah. yeah, he went into a quandary, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a deep dive yeah. into a quantum leap. Yeah, yeah. But uh, shout out to Mario Lemieux, uh, Joshua, who sung, sang? Who sang? Uh, yeah. David DeCastro still mm. is great. All number sixty six. Yep. Yep. And Shout out uh, Emperor Palpatine, man. Order 66, you know. Dark side over here. I don't know shit about Star Wars, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you know, you know. How he judged me for friends, I judge him for Star Wars. Same. <laughs> Same energy. Damn. Yeah. You get more respect out here in these streets. <laughs> we can have Star Wars friends conversations. <laughs> we get into a fight of niggas who watch Friends and niggas who watch Star Wars. Who the fuck gonna win? Hey man, I remember. I remember a stat. <laughs> Star Wars geeks. I remember a stat where they were talking about uh, the census, whatever the. Anyway. I'm not gonna date myself, <laughs> but it was a census they were talking about. Like a, a large, a larger majority this year identified themselves as a Jedi in religious denomination <laughs> than any other recorded time in history. I was like, "Yo, motherfuckers is in the, the 2000 art still yeah, putting down crazy. Jedi on this census." He's basically a Buddhist with a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah with a lightsaber to believe in space. Yeah, <laughs> if Scientology and Buddhism had a baby. Uh, shout out to all the Scientologists and the Buddhists. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out Zenu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seaboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't got no smoke for y'all, man. Y'all be coming to niggas' cribs. Get y'all them things about you. Y'all yeah, be doxing niggas and shit online. But um, that money coming though, bro. That's <laughs> we talking Scientology this early. Ooh, <laughs> it's gonna be a phone call. <laughs> you gonna have to get clear. Well, on that moment, uh, <laughs> on that note, we'll get into the countries. Um, these United States, mm-hmm. the United Kingdom, Australia, tea and crumpets, Canada, mm-hmm. oh <clears throat> Canada, Iceland, Germany, Ireland, Charles Russia, Joshua Hosang, India, France, Bonjour. Brazil, Sam uh, Norway, New Shout Zealand, Finland, Costa Rica, Puerto <laughs> Rico, Ho. Uh, Romania, Spain, Ecuador, Denmark, the Netherlands, Sweden, Singapore, Slovakia, Belgium, Italy, mm-hmm. Qatar, Turkey, Cutter. Hong Kong, Japan, mm-hmm. Mexico, 
Saudi Arabia, uh, South Korea, and oh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to so, countries, man. Thank you for rocking with us. Yeah, yeah. I think I just never mind. But uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to Australia. Um, a lot of Aussies been hitting us up. I think we got a nice little following down there. So shout out to all the Australians and That's shit. What's up? Um, yeah, I guess we're getting into watch. Oh, how was your week? Uh, week was washed. Um, Father's Day was this past weekend. Shout out fathers everywhere. Um, in true dad fashion, uh, I lost my wallet. Wonderful way to start the week. So that's a thing. Um, work-wise, pretty standard. I had a, uh, a off day this week that ended up being a more work day today, which is, uh, usually occupied by trying to find more work. So I had an interview. I went on that. And <laughs> as soon as I pulled up, they, I, there's always a certain amount of anxiety that comes with doing an interview. Um, it's like test-taking anxiety almost. Um, and I was just thinking about it. I never have that shit when it comes to that shit. I always wonder if it's because I'm dead inside. But go on. It's funny because I thought about you in that sense. Well, I never have any like, oh, go in here and see what happens. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, go on, my bad. But uh, it's fine. It leads into the shit I'm talking about anyway. Because of that, I kind of was like, Yo, do I really want this job in actuality? Like, it's a job. I'm going to do it because I, I, I need money and I got to do a job. But do I really want it? Want it? And I, I know what to expect. It falls in line with just... Manual labor, like mind-numbing. Oh yeah, manual labor, <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, eh, you're not gonna get me coming there and beg. So I, I wore, I wore Nikes. I wore the Nikes I got on now. I wore a button-up shirt, a Bape shirt at that. I almost wore a fitted, <laughs> just, <laughs> just to let these niggas know there's no cap. <laughs> yeah, I was watching. Uh, I was finally watching the second season of Atlanta. And I thought about. I don't know if y'all remember that episode with dude with the waves and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the interview with he took it there. <laughs> take it off into the moment. He's yeah. walking through the door and shit. Yeah. That's yeah. that's real life. Yeah. I have gotten way more lax in the way I like approach interviews. Like, uh, I'm gonna wear some shit that's nice to me, man. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'll, I'll put on the button up. And and when you my... do when you look interview for these type of jobs, I feel like it's you look ridiculous in a suit. Why the fuck would you wear a suit to a warehouse job or some shit? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you dress for the job. Anything I wear on a daily basis is going to be better than what I would have to wear to work. So why would I come in here trying to show off my wardrobe? That was the best advice I guess my parents always gave me. Like you said, dress, dress, for the like, job. Yeah, dress like you're starting today. So I'm like, nigga, I'm not hmm. coming here in a three-piece suit and shit. Like, I, don't, I mean, not that I have one, but uh, anyway... Two-piece. Yeah, two-piece yeah. suit. There's no three-piece suits? Yeah, yeah. three-piece oh, suits. Okay. But, I mean, at best... <laughs> 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 nigga, if you talk to Steve Harvey, it's nigga 18 pieces. <laughs> How many pieces of chicken come in? <laughs> yeah, in Popeye's. 20-piece like, suit. <laughs> but, um... I, it was funny, because I'm going through the motions in my head. Oh, shit. Yes. Boy, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm going through the motions in my head about like how these things go. I'm I'm saying like yo, they either gonna sit me down with the the good old boy, or they gonna send me to church. Uh, the church going gospel listening black guy. Guess which one I had? <laughs> Second. Yep. Sure enough. Um, he uh from Atlanta. 
talk and look like Dr. Martin Luther King <laughs> in the office playing gospel music. I was like, I'm in the office smiling and shit <laughs> for no reason. Just I'm like, damn, nigga, I'll be right. <laughs> but um, sit down, we have a conversation. Those niggas just, usually have bodies like. 20 yeah. years ago they changed their lives exactly and that's the, that's the kind of vibe when he was like cause he he always they 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 always talk about jobs like this like it saved their life yeah it's a good opportunity for yeah. you man it changed my nigga I wouldn't be sitting here in front of you today that those kind of vibes like, nigga you're nowhere this is not where I want to be this is my last option yeah we here for a particular we both here for different reasons <laughs> But of course, you play the game, and I went in there with the intentions on, like, just seeing what this shit was about. Like, I already knew what it was about, and everything came full circle. Like, I understood what he was talking about, but it wasn't anything I hadn't seen before. And it was just funny just being able to call shit before I see it, uh, going through the motions at a regular job or other jobs I've gone to previously. Taji back here with the cheese. <laughs> Man. He did it intentionally too. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I got one more just in case I get hungry during the pot so I can open it up on camera and mic. <laughs> I like cheese. Man. Uh, as we see. <laughs> anyway. But, um, yeah, that was pretty much it. The interview was cool. Because I, I lost my wallet, I tried to do some uh, preparatory shit and go through the motions on filling out my um, my replacement information online. So on the way back from the interview, I'm like, man, let me just stop by the DMV. It's still kind of early. Not early enough, apparently, nigga. What the fuck? You see all sorts of fuckery in the DMV. And multiply that by the by the fact that I went south to cab DMV. So, yeah, seeing some sights. Random, a nigga tried to, first. Oh, yeah, that's my DMV. I first place I went to, I mean, the first time, as soon as I walk up, a nigga walks it's up. It's probably just bunking now because of the, the uh. I was about to call it the lockout. Uh, whatever the fucking COVID shit. Quarantine. Lockdown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, I used to always life. hit South Dakota. That shit used to be dead as fuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway. But uh, <clears throat> I'm in line, and this nigga tried to offer me $5 to hold his spot. Because he was like, yo. I was like, yo, just just come back. Just <laughs> I fuck with <laughs> It's cool, bro. You had to give me 5 bucks to hold your spot in line. I understand. Go take a piss. <laughs> and, uh. Shortly after that, I'm hearing this nigga talk to his son about, like, not going to jail. And, like, how, how I never wish that. I never wish that on my enemy, nigga. Talking to his son like a man. They just going back and forth. And I'm like, man, this is, I enjoyed seeing it. <laughs> it's like, you know, every version of, of black people try to coach their children how to negotiate with life is funny to me. It shouldn't be, but it's fun. It's like. It's comedic in the sense. It's like, yeah, I remember having this conversation with my dad. <laughs> it didn't sound like this, but you always get the gist. How uh, old was the young young lad? So we're in line. So he was like 16, 17, somewhere around the license age, driving age. And, and also, another observation. Anytime you see a nigga in a shirt that says what he does, he don't do it. He don't do it. Like, <laughs> some niggas in line standing there with... Paid the cost to be the boss. It's like, no, nah, nigga, you paid the cost to get that shirt. <laughs> That's why you got the shirt on, because you didn't pay them costs to be the boss. Boss don't need no shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, that's been my week. Uh, shout out Corey. My cousin Corey had his uh, his son, man. Congratulations. Oh, Congratulations. Uh, 
round of applause and shit. Uh, yeah, congratulations, Corey, um, on the on the on the little nigga. Um, my week, my week was cool, man. No complaints. Um, what did I do? I ain't really do shit, man. My week's getting slower and slower. I've been listening back to the podcast. Like, damn, bro, I don't be doing shit. I'm going to change this shit this week. This is going to be the week. Fast forward to this week. It's already Tuesday. I'm like, well, I mean, Tuesday is pretty much Friday. Friday is pretty much Sunday. We here. Yeah, yeah. And now you've been, and the week's over. So, uh, um, I just did a whole bunch of old nigga shit. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of paperwork filling out, like, uh, for shit. Like, going to offices and shit. Like, just... You know, shit that's not interesting. Um, other than that, uh, I know my bro had a cookout. Shout out to him, man. Um, I didn't go. So it's not much of a story, but I just like to highlight it because it happened. Um, it was raining like a motherfucker Saturday, so I kind of put a damper on that uh, metaphorically and literally. Brunch. Um, other than that, I guess that's it. Yeah, I didn't say shit. Yeah, my week was short. Didn't do shit. Still here. <laughs> Hopefully, I look the same as I did last week. Hope I didn't age much over the week. Uh, other than that, I guess we get into wash moments. Oh, okay. My shit's gonna be quick, just like my week. <laughs> um, so I was watching this uh, influencer documentary. Uh, I believe it's uh, hit it. ABC documentary, but it's actually pretty dope. It's about black influencers and about the like the disparages between white influencers, and it just got me thinking. Like this shit is low key like like the Sammy Davis Jr. days and shit. Like of of with kids and shit. Like they don't need. They just want to be entertainers. Like like we we grew up. We were like more specialists. Like you had a nigga over there that wanted to play basketball. He might he might fall off and start rapping. But other than that, nigga, like, you know what I mean? The homies over there, they play football. That's just what they did. Like, they now niggas just social media stars. They might... Do a bunch of different Yeah, shit. they might sing, rap, do whatever the fuck the case is. They just that singular, to be on. That like, singular fo- vocation mentality. That's what yeah. I was talking about last yeah. week when I was saying, like, there's a certain type of, like, programming that we underwent that forced us into a certain vein. Like, oh, we just got to do this. And I don't know where that... Like, if I can figure out, especially because I have a child now, if I can figure out where that turn is and kind of predict it, I can prevent it. Because the options are limitless, literally. Like, there are people out there who, like, pick up new jobs in their 30s, like, in the 50s, and, and find their way. Um, and at yeah. least at least not even not even to a point where you're looking at it like these people are, are exceedingly rich, but their life is sustainable and they're happy. They got their own time. I was thinking about that shit. <clears throat> in the interview today, I was like, he's telling me like, hey, you can make a lot of money here. And in my mind, I'm thinking, man, the richest man on his time. I don't give a fuck about money for real. Like, Side so note, those old niggas are just, or that nigga in the cleaners on uh, Paid and Fool. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, the yeah. nigga you described. Mr. Pip. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Pip. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, but the, the thing about that shit is like, that I thought about too. Like, I think there are pluses, minus, plus and minuses to it because... Mm-hmm. Cause niggas, they they don't have like a, a a focus. I think there are positives to come with focuses, though. Like knowing being like very good at one thing, like the fact that they don't submerge themselves into any like set skill is kind of like they just they tend to be scatterbrained. Like for me, I'm like a dude that I like to focus on like one or two things. So 
I was looking at it like, man, how the fuck do you even balance all this? Like, you're trying to rap, sing over here, and then you got to do five TikTok videos a day and all this shit. I'm just like, these dudes, yeah. and all the people in the, the documentary were like 15, 16 to 20, maybe. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> And they all talking about, man, I just feel feel like I'm behind, man. I got to get my mom out. out her, I got to buy my mom a crib and shit. I'm like, these motherfuckers are 20 years old talking about this shit. Like, I'm... Oh, bleep that. <laughs> I'm an age, and, um, and <laughs> nigga, I still ain't got shit together. Nigga. I'm still looking, juggling apples and shit. You know what I mean? Well, I think part of that, that comes with the the way we learn. Like, there are certain types of people who I think are good at managing or high functioning at managing a bunch of different things at once. Yeah, and I think part of the the learning curve as far as psychological patterns or the way people think like ADHD kind of fits that narrative like and being somebody like who I don't know what you call it now because I don't really feel like ADHD is a thing but on a certain spectrum of thought that functions that way I know I notice how I work and how I get things done you start a lot of different shit at once you get to a certain place with some of it and you say the rest for later like for some people from a particular like learning school or who come from a certain psychology they might look at that as scatterbrain or like not a bit, not able to finish it, but like forming the ways you function and how you accomplish things has a lot to do with, I think the level of creativity in the new generation, like they aren't necessarily forced to be in a certain box, like having to choose between whether they want to be academic or liberal when it comes down to thought, you can kind of be both. Yeah. I mean, they have like that, you know, I don't know if we really had the people like the, the uh, the Donald Glovers or the Daves or whoever else is doing multiple things, but like you know, you you get to see those people like live in person. I don't like I don't remember Jay Z like having a fucking sitcom and shit. You know what I mean? Like that shit wasn't a thing when we were kids. So I guess maybe Red and Meth, like in the later years, but that was when they got super corny. But um, that was kind of like the graveyard type shit. We used to look at it like now it's kind of like the thing to do. You know. Yeah. And just like, you know, be a social media star, be whatever, like be a director, get your own sitcom, do a musical, whatever the fuck, you know, brand, what I mean? brand really management. Yeah. Yeah. And represent of being a president of some clothing uh, brand. Yeah. And that too, like people are just brands now, you know, I think in, in our era is like you were just a rapper. Like, I think we didn't, we kind of like you, they were niggas brands, would act, but niggas would act. That was a transition. Like Pac was, I guess we had pop. Pac was probably the one, but. It's really like gotten into that next level of shit. Everybody does everything now. Like you see Westside Gun have a fucking art gallery and shit. You know what I mean? Just everybody does everything. So I just think the worst of it is like, man, I'm, even like when we first started the podcast, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should be doing two things. But it's like, oh yeah, that's just some war shit. Cause it's like, nigga, everybody does everything now. Don't nobody just do one thing. That's old nigga shit. Yeah, I think about the the amount of effort it takes to to get all the shit done with this. Sometimes I'm like, man, I can't imagine this being like like a requirement me just having to post shit all day like i would be busy i would be overwhelmed to a certain extent but i also would feel like i'm doing nothing because it's not me lifting or like physically doing something touching it with my hands all this shit goes out into a space but they had like a boss you know like a dude that kind of ran the house because basically they had like a, a, a influencer's yeah, house was it the one in la no nah, this one it was in atlanta it's all black but um they had like a you know the boss of the influencer house and he was he had one on ones with dudes and like yo you gotta you gotta start posting more you gotta get your views up you gotta do this I'm just like damn bro like this shit is really intense bro like this is a full time job. 
But um, like I said, man, it's just the old nigga shit of me was looking at this shit like like I was really looking at it like Jesus Christ, this is what kids do? Like, yo, they like I've people tell me they spend hours on TikTok videos. I'm just like, what? Like that's that shit is crazy to me. But um, yeah, that's it. Uh, solid wash moment. My wash moment was a uh, like Saturday. Like I told you, my cousin Corey had his baby. I think he had his baby on his uh. The day before his birthday, Saturday was his birthday. Depression draft. But uh, and then like the the day before Father's Day was his birthday, and um, that's dope. That's I was at dope. I was out with uh with my daughter at her gymnastics class, and I called my I randomly called my dad because I was like, we always. Like, swing by there, say what's up. She always kicks it with my mom. Me and my dad get the opportunity to catch up. You know, family time. And uh, it, the the phone went straight to voicemail. So I'm like, yeah, I, I just swing by on the way back home. And uh, before gymnastics class, class is over with, I had a call from my uncle. And he's like, yo, you talked to your dad today? And at first I was like, yeah. But then I realized he didn't pick up the phone. So... I was like, I called him, but it went it went to voicemail. I figured I'd just swing by on the way home. He was like, well, your mom just called and said that uh, she ain't spoke to him since this morning either. Dun, dun, dun. So, all right. I think I think I was with, I was about to head out towards you because uh, we were gonna go to said barbecue uh, for Hayes, but that happened and I ended up having to you know what I mean get on the hunt and. Uh, it was a bunch of shit that happened that day. Like I, another day where I was off, but I had just a bunch of things on the docket. Like I had gone through so many different places in the city. I was like, man, I probably passed wherever he was at, like the areas we were in. And I didn't even, I didn't even think to look for real. Like, but you know what I mean? Who does? So before I start panicking, I'm just like, yo, I got in the backseat. We'll bleep that. But I got my daughter in the backseat. I'm getting ready to to head by there. Let me just drive the route I would expect. I would drive on the way home. <laughs> and uh, I do that because it took a little bit longer. I end up like going, calling my, my uncle and saying, like, Yo, I'm just going to come get you so that way we're together in case we need to go like looking other places just to have another set of eyes. And like as I pick up my phone, it's already ringing and it's him. I'm like, man, I was just about to hit you. He was like, yeah, your mom just called and said he showed up. So, of course, now, like, whatever, if I wasn't stressing before, like, like if I thought I wasn't stressing before, I realized I was probably stressed because hearing that just kind of was like, oh, shit. Like, I was almost at the point of, like, the ramifications of being like, man, life is so terribly ironic, bro. How, like, a day before Father's Day, this shit happened. And my dad has had, like, heart problems. I remember I was out, like, when he had, he had had a heart attack. And uh, I was out at the time, and I missed my mom's call. Like, little shit like that fuck with you. And you don't necessarily, like, and especially it being my mom, because my mom don't really hit me. It was just I really didn't see my phone. And I think to myself, like, yo, all the times there have been situations. I hate this went on such a dark tangent. Everything was fine. It was hilarious when I got to the house. I was telling them, like, yo, next time you want to hit the strip club, bro, just let me know so that way I can have a story out there. Like, yo, we went to the park or some shit. Like, <laughs> just, just don't. <laughs> you can't just be turning your phone off. But uh, come to find out he was at the tire shop. He's getting ready to head back up to New York soon, so he wanted to get some things done on the car before he hit the road, dad shit. And um, his phone just died, and he's just telling me about the antics in the in the tire shop. Like, 
90 percent of life is just him like me and him recanting moments where we observe some shit and be like oh <laughs> that's not it um but yeah my watch moment is just going through the motions of like like being a parent having a parent and the kind of things that come with that like realizing oh shit this is what adulting is like you concerned about these types of things yeah man getting old sure they'll sneak up on you and shit what <laughs> One moment your parents telling you what to do, and the next moment you telling them what the fuck to do. Mm. You know what I mean? That shit happens so quick. But um, I guess we just get into the Jay Z shit. Um, all right, cool. Uh, shout out to Hove. Uh, I, I think I saw the story on Martin Notoriety, but uh, basically, uh, apparently Dame Dash was trying to sell an NFT of Reasonable Doubt. I don't even know how that really works, but you know what I mean? I still haven't understood NFTs. I've Blockchain. seen them a thousand times, listened to every fucking explanation of them, much like Bitcoin. I don't know really what the fuck is happening with it, man. It just magic. seems like magic to me. But uh, apparently Dame Dash tried to sell an NFT of a reasonable doubt, like I said, and Jonathan Mannion. I mean, I've been thinking about this the whole time. Like, Jonathan Mannion been going on tours, been doing, like, reasonable show. doubt shows and all this shit. And, uh... I was wondering, like, yo, is Jay sanctioning this shit or what? But uh, apparently not. So uh, I guess it finally really got the hold, or who knows how long this type of shit takes. But I'm sure he probably just peeped it. Maybe he was trying to let him make a certain amount of money. And then you like, drop the hammer down on the nigga. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, um, I get it, man. I mean, I don't know so much about the reasonable doubt thing. Because it seems like y'all went in together on that. But that John Jonathan Mannion shit really, I was, like I said, I was... The whole time he would do interviews and talk about his art shows, I'm like, man, who is, who is okay in this shit? Like, yeah. he's he's really out here, just, just very comfortable. Yeah, photography is a funny thing, especially when you photograph photograph people. The I, I remember thinking about that when I went to Stone Mountain. You go to take a picture of certain views of Stone Mountain, you can't post it because they're trademarked. Like. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you can't post certain views. Like, they'll take those pictures and trademark it. So, how are people like that? Man, that racist ass shit. But it's like that in most places. Like, any place that, like, vacation spots, certain spots on the beach, you can't take pictures and post it. Eiffel Tower at night. Yeah, stuff like that, you can't post. You can't post out. You can't take a picture. Something about the lighting display is copywritten, but I mean, people. Wow. Just the night version of it. Oh, people, I've seen people do it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, now that you mentioned it, I don't see a whole lot of, like... It might not have been all the way at night. Maybe it was, like... like dusk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the sun might have was been up. the morning. Yeah. yeah. Might have been the morning. Yeah. But, yeah. um... Yeah, I can imagine people being that protective about their, their likeness. Um, it's one of the reasons I was thinking about how, like, becoming a rapper kind of works like... Like, you used to hear uh, NBA players not get, really getting paid for their likeness in video games. Like, that was just a thing. Like, it had to be like, whoa, 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 you got me in the game? Yeah, I can't remember the player's name, but it was a big uh, thing with that. That's the reason why they don't do NCAA games anymore. Right. Yeah. So, like, I, I kind of side with Jay, too. Like, you're not going to cap off me. I'm just giving it to you. No. Yeah, and the fact that Jonathan Mannion's white is going to make me take his side a yeah. little bit less. Um <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Mangan, for the people that don't know, shot a lot of iconic uh, rap covers, uh, DMX, J, mm. others. Trinidad James. Did he? Yeah. Oh, mm. that's what's up. Um, yeah. On that note, <laughs> mm. 
We'll be right back. <laughs> are back <laughs> washed gods in full effect i think i said that on the intro yep. <sighs> washed uh yeah well, uh we're back once again episode 66 uh we can get into these other topics so oh uh, i guess so um how, how do i want to really explain this but um technology is on some shit man uh <laughs> big brother is watching again so, uh, Taju sent me this story. Yeah, one of y'all <laughs> sent us a story. I didn't, I thought you sent the story, wasn't it you? Maybe. Yeah, either way. Uh, showing how police, like, they basically, like, contract can can traffic, like, to uh, specific destinations. That's how they, like, find, like, weed spots and whatever spots, you know what I mean? So they can, they can, like, somehow use whatever fucking surveillance technology they have to see, like, oh, yeah, there's, like, there's a more I than they said it's cell phones. Like, yeah, they yeah, that is exactly exactly what it was. They, they track the, the cell phone activity. Yeah, track cell phone activity. So they see the like if they have a lot of people going into one specific door, they're like, oh yeah, that must be the spot. So like, yeah, it's just it's crazy, man. You think about all that shit, like all the people that get away with crime. So it's like, yo, okay, so if y'all have all this technology to find this shit, why don't y'all stop terrorism? <laughs> like, it's so much shit niggas is getting away with. Yeah. I always think about that shit, even with like all the crimes that are on camera nowadays. Like, period. Like, I remember last week we were talking about what, 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 what. He said period. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, uh, oh. sorry. Uh, oh, right. I missed it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, this whole conversation. Yeah, yeah, I, know. Shit. I, didn't, I didn't say it in the. Way, so I didn't, it didn't well, flag it for me. Oh, well, uh, yeah, probably blanked out of something. It's the flag yeah. for me. It's the flag. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to get up. Oh. <laughs> 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 nah, I forgot what the fuck I was talking about. You're talking about traffic, uh, police, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I know, but uh, but uh, nah, I was going I somewhere. Think, <laughs> I, I think it's, I think going. it's another effort for like them to pick low hanging fruit, like all of them. <laughs> but <it> was, <laughs> well, but yeah, uh, they just you you take the easiest pickings, and it was going to be the most draw, uh, the biggest draw financially. You, I remember it being a particular town in in on the east side that. Got most of their revenue off speeding tickets. It's only a two mile like radius through that town, and most of it is in a residential neighborhood with stop signs. They were just clocking people on this one strip in between two counties. You do that so that way you can get a draw. I'm sure it's the same with criminal activities, depending on the department. Like even the government, you you come up in. Uh, an area or in an era where police is militarized with the backing of the U.S. government, this is post COINTELPRO. Like, there's no limit to a lot to a lot of the shit that is feasible, especially when it comes down to black folks. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, um, I always talk about all the shit I've been watching throughout the podcast. Don't have shit to say at the end. But, uh, <laughs> I ain't been watching shit. Uh, another thing I've been watching was uh, FBI MLK. It's a documentary they did. Like, I think it was like a year ago. But it just it, it's basically about the FBI surveillance of Martin Luther King up until like to the day he got he was murdered or whatever. It's just like they were showing all like the technology they had back then and just had my mind racing like uh they were doing this shit in the sixties. Like they had like 
Fuck all kind of cameras and fucking lights and, you know, you know, hollowing out everything you could believe, you know what I mean? And hotel rooms, like, they would find out what hotel room he was going to stay in in advance and bug the whole room, camera that motherfucker out. Like, they were trying to get information about his, you know, you know, they said Martin Luther King was a bit of a <laughs> um, so they're trying to find him in his extra, <laughs> <Just in case. laughs> his extramarital activities, you know what I mean? So they were trying to like get like actual vocals of him fucking and shit. Like they were really on some dirty shit. But it's just like, man, if they were doing that shit in the '60s. This 40 years later, yeah, I don't know. It's a politician that just got uh, got aired out, and tied up, BDSM. with a with an apple in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And it always makes me think. It's like I feel like would I be politician, celebrity, activist. I feel like the government has all our information already. They can mm-hmm. just drop the hammer down whenever they decide to. I know that I, shit. We willingly give it. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter's, well, tweets, like, unless, I don't even, I don't even think it's feasible now, but t- tweets are stored in the National Library of Congress. And that's the thing, though, man. Mm-hmm. I hate that narrative, man. Like, this is a government narrative. Like, no, no, no. We don't willingly give it. Like, if we were willing to give it, we willingly gave it, it would be like, the fucking terms of agreement would be four words. Like, your shit is going, or, you know, or five yeah. words. Your shit's mm-hmm. going to the Library of Congress. Everybody would have stopped then. But now nah, they do it. They do it very sneakily. They put that shit in this layered jargon. and layered underneath Legalese. all kind of weird jargon and yeah. shit. Like they don't make it clear. Like hey, that's that whole thing. Like if they know, they know if they made it clear, nobody would be on this shit. Like, I remember and then up. they tell you, like, no, nah, you just gave it to us. Like, no, nah, we didn't give it to you. You did if you sneaky look shit. In Article seven, <laughs> yeah. section five. <laughs> like, no, we didn't paragraph give it to you, subsection three. Like, that's some, that's some shit. Like, if your homeboy did that shit to you, you would look at him like a fuck nigga. We got to start looking at the government the same way. Like, it's no, 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 no. That's fuckery. We didn't give away shit. But uh, anyway, I always hate when people say that. We gave it to him. Like, no, nah, we didn't give it to him. Nah, fuck that. They took it. They did sneaky shit, as the government always does. But, um, yep. Uh, people yeah, saying man. some shit. My bad. Yeah, I, <laughs> I had no more. Oh, yeah. Uh, it ain't too much. I, I, I wasn't surprised by it. It's like, oh, shit. That's how they get niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, just crazy though. But um, I also think niggas is moving sloppy, bro. You got all this energy for scamming, nigga. You better figure out, like, you know what, I what you want to do? Nigga, to do like, <laughs> you need to have hackers, nigga. Yeah, turn your body temperature down to zero so right. they can't try to track Wet you. Wetsuits, nigga. You got all this money for Balenciaga, bro. Yourself in mud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> take the predator approach. You, <laughs> you got to get it out the mud, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> You seen Schwarzenegger? Yeah, 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 bro. It's just intentionally like you know what I mean unclear. Like you know that's my whole thing. It's it's never it's never said to us in a way that we would understand like the average person. Like, mm-hmm. so people be like, didn't you read your terms of agreement? Like motherfucker, who, who read that shit? Bro? That shit? Yeah. <laughs> like who has time for that? Like I, I don't have a, a lawyer on retainer. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I want to tweet some shit, that's not going. Yeah, like and, come on, man. But uh, shout out to Airbnb. Mm. Like this, uh, they uh, New York Times did like an article about it. Uh, luckily, they did like a podcast version of it too. So mm-hmm. I listened to Great. that. Thank <laughs> God I didn't have to read all that you shit. Should have sent me that. Yeah. Oh, it was in there. It was oh. in there. Yeah. You can go through the article. They had an audio version. I was like, okay. oh, thank God. But um, I should have told me. <laughs> <laughs> I would have more information. <laughs> yeah, they did a little thirty-minute uh, wrap-up of it. But uh, basically, Airbnb is. Uh, Disgusting, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm never fucking with them. 
Uh, shout out to Airbnb. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it's been all kind of like rapes, murders, and all kind of shit in Airbnb. that like they just they paid niggas off, so like nobody could ever come for it. Like so, like they've paid. They said I think it was like close to like maybe fifty to one hundred mil a year. They pay out in settlements, like because of like random rapes and deaths and you know like uh, assaults and shit. Like they they highlighted this one story where this chick. Like, basically, like, you know, with a lot of Airbnb, Airbnbs, they have, like, pickup posts where, like, you would go pick up the keys to the place you're staying at. Mm-hmm. I guess somebody else, they they had it so, like, people were picking up the keys without no idea or nothing. Like, hey, yeah, I'm going to go in and get the keys for A1 or whatever. <sighs> <laughs> so, like, somebody, I guess, got the key ahead of the person that was supposed to get it. And they waiting in the house, and they, like, surprised the chick and raped her and shit. Like, I mean, I always crazy. thought about that when people with Airbnb, they cribs early on when Airbnb became a thing. Like yo, you not worried somebody gonna come in here and rob you? Like, ever? Cause you just make a copy of the key, I guess, and not just, even bro. Just go I, to Walmart right quick. Yeah. I just set it up, like you know what I'm saying. Like not even like that, but if I was thinking on those terms, I set it up. Especially if I'm at a nice spot. Like, oh shit, nigga, crime been over here crazy. This Atlanta, bro. At least know what your car looked like. I always think about the the worst possible scenario for me to be caught out there, like. And how niggas, like, move. And I think when you deal with shit like Airbnb, it just seemed like it's built on shaky ground. The whole idea of it. but The, the whole idea is built on trust. And, like, I think that's the same thing that Uber has ran into a mm-hmm. lot of times. Like, you just in the trust business. It's a, it's a tricky thing. It's, like, the same thing with Craigslist back in the day and shit mm-hmm. like that. Any of those mm-hmm. meet-up type, like, <laughs> type things where it's, like, you just have to trust humans to be not rapists or murderers. It's, like, oh, <laughs> it's a little tricky, yeah. Because, I mean... You know, if you got to bet dollars to donuts or some shit, niggas are going to rape. I don't even know how that... Whatever, but... uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, man. That shit was really crazy. Like, it was a lot of other stories that they highlighted, too, but... Uh, you know, like I remember, like hearing a comedian say the joke is like, "Yo, you had sex in an Airbnb. Best believe you got taped." I'm like, "Oh shit, <laughs> really?" Yeah. I had some of my worst performances in Airbnb. <laughs> but uh, that's neither here nor there. Another another travesty that Airbnb is committed. <laughs> you let me get taped. Had Ben Simmons like performances, <laughs> Airbnb. Uh, Shout out to my hawks, nigga. Yeah, hawks yeah. boys, nigga. Um, yeah, I guess we'll leave that there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, stay away from Airbnb, man, or not, man, at your own risk. Oh, uh, TikTok. So I saw this this shit on Twitter, man. This shit is really fucking. It's really crazy. Like it kind of gave me chills when I seen the video. Like there's uh, apparently this whole wave of like white women. They have this challenge where the music is playing in the background and they're crying the whole time. When the mm-hmm. music cuts off, they have to like go back to like normal, and just to show how like they can just flip the switch on and off. So it's like all these white women on like TikTok just fake crying and then switching up and laughing and shit. And then this one guy is just like, you know, he kind of shows like a clip of one of the videos. And he's just like, I'm not saying nothing, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like he kind of leaves it blank because I guess he explained it the first time and it got flagged for hate speech. So he had to just 
kind of infer. And it was the, the craziest part about it is everybody I saw the video, he's like, yo, I'm not going to say nothing. And he just was silent. And if you're black, you, every, know what you that just means. filled in the blank. Like, you yeah. didn't even have to. With the name, which is so fucked up. Yeah. I mean, the first thing jumped yeah. out to me was Emmett Till. Like, oh, everybody. Oh, like, I'm, I'm looking at the replies underneath it. They all say the same shit. I'm just like, shit. Like, mm -hmm. this is just some shit as, as black men, we just know. You know what I mean? Like, half the reason why. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, um. I don't know, man. A lot, of, a lot of reason why I don't really fuck with TikTok, man. Everything I've heard about TikTok has been fucked up. Like, yeah. whether it was you know the the, the way they shape narrative based on the content that they put out. Like, how they said they were repressing black influences uh, on that too. Uh, <laughs> that's the, another thing too, man. I, oh, as I was watching that documentary, I thought about social media outlets and. It's fucked up, man. I guess this is probably the worst place to talk about this on. But uh, shadow banning and shit. Yeah. It's some shit I just never really considered. Mm -hmm. Like, we're in that next level of media where, like, it kind of, it's kind of fucked up. Say you're an artist. If you get shadow banned, what the fuck do you do? There's nothing you can do. You wouldn't even, and you would never know. You wouldn't know. Yeah. You, you just think you're not good enough your whole life. Because mm -hmm. your content is being blocked. It's just fucked up. <laughs> like, it's, it's the worst place to talk about this because as we make content, but it's just, I thought about that shit too. Like I know, like on Instagram, they say that only twenty percent of your followers actually see your post. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just like the algorithm actually only puts out the the type, the ones you're most likely to like in return, or the people who you contact the most. And yeah. that's what they say, but who's to say it's not reading like skin color and shit? Mm -hmm. and, like. Post with like white people might might be seen more. Mm. You know what I mean? Like and there's some shit that could be written into the algorithm that we would just never know. Like we would never know. There's no way to prove it. That's what's so fucked up about the the future. Yeah, <laughs> you seeing all these multimedia past. moguls for TikTok or like Facebook coming under fire and having conversations with government really kind of put it in a different perspective. I was like, shit, nigga, we were just fucking around on here. Like, now they sitting down having press conferences. Like, like, like when they were showing, like, all the black influencers, they were talking about, like, you know, doing, like, I, they showed this one cat that uh, made up this dance, like, a, a, a dance on TikTok. And apparently this white influencer took it, did the exact, exact same dance. His shit had, like, 5 million views. That shit had, like, 100 million. Just ran off with the sauce. Ain't shit you could do. That shit ain't trademarked or nothing. Like, you know, I don't know, man. As I said before, man, fuck TikTok, man. <laughs> I'm never using that shit. But um, I think there is a problem. Like, that's the problem with our whole thing. Everything in our life is being, like, funneled through social media. And, like, we don't know who's pulling the strings. with. Well, we know, but we don't know. Or we don't know how those algorithms are written. We don't know what, what really makes things rise to the top or anything. Like, we know what we're told, but... You don't have any real frame of reference. It's yeah. like religion, man. It's timekeepers. Yeah. yeah, they are the timekeepers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, keeping that shit on the right timeline. Yeah, the white timeline. We're going to take a break. Be right back. Yeah, welcome back um, after that short hiatus. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, um... I don't really want to give a lot of, the Hawks a lot of credit, man, but... <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Fuck all that. Shout out to the Hawks. 
Um, they, Shout out to the Hawks. They man. bested my 76ers in a seven-game series. Boys. Uh, in the building tonight. We're in the Eastern Conference Championship, man. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm from born and raised in Atlanta, so. Uh, shout out to Trey Young and the the rest. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, the city's on fire right shout now, man. Will, man. Been seeing a lot of Hawks jerseys in the city. <laughs> um, I know the sales are going crazy right now. I mm-hmm. never seen um, State Farm Arena so busy in uh, all my years, especially during this time, because usually the mm-hmm. Hawks are at home. Niggas is usually going fishing <laughs> at this point. But um, mm-hmm. not this mm-hmm. year, nigga, man. Stop throwing all that salt because they beat the Sixers. Thank you, boy Ben. Yeah, man. Shout out Ben Simmons. Uh, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> this nigga's really hurt. <laughs> yeah, true. man. I don't really have nothing to say about this shit, man. Fuck with the player, not the game, bro. He was an Iverson fan. You know, he shouldn't be a Sixers fan. That shit is an anomaly. Why the mm-hmm. fuck are you here? Mm-hmm. I fuck with Joel Embiid, too, though. Shout out Joel Embiid. He played his ass off. Got put in the headlock. Yeah, man. He's the he's the perfect mid range player. I was watching that shit. I was like, yo, this thing is a technician. I watched him come down court four times in a row and just shoot that that free throw fade, jumper, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh shit, this nigga's seven three, man, with this footwork. Crazy. He's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, young Elijah Warren vibes, man, for real. Uh, but yeah, anyway, the Bucks are. It's gonna be the Hawks Bucks in the Eastern Conference Championship. So we'll see how that goes. I don't think the Hawks have much of a shot, but uh, God bless them. <laughs> I'm gonna call Bucks in five. One thing. Mm, all right. Well, mm. we'll see how your Sixers prediction works. But uh, it, it can't hurt to show a little faith. I'm rooting for the Hawks. But I do think one of the things that this series, this playoff series, showed us about the Bucks is I, I can tempo ain't really got no handles. Like he's he can dribble, he can keep the ball. But he don't score with it, and it's a it's a package deal. Like I was gonna make fun of how you said his name, but I was like nigga, I can't say his name. Off the tempo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up the tempo, man. Yeah, he has no bag, as they say. Oh, yeah, man. We'll see though. I don't think the Hawks have anybody like to defend Giannis. Honestly, there's no match. If you put John Collins on him, he's gonna yeah, he's gonna be cooked. I'm getting cooked, as Adrian Broner says. Oh, uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a random. <laughs> I've been watching that that fucking clip all week. This shit just anytime I'm feeling sad, I just watch that shit. Adrian Broner, man, it's funny nigga. <laughs> it's a lot of classic moments. Mm. He's like my Floyd. <laughs> the way yeah, niggas love Floyd. That says a lot about your lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Floyd right there, bro. <laughs> Just fuck with another rich, ridiculous yeah. nigga, man. Don't fuck with the broke version of that nigga. That shit fucked up. You nah. got to struggle. <laughs> Struggle, I, just, man, I fuck with the underdog in him, man. Like the fact that he just does dumb shit. Uh, and, like he owns it too, though. Mm. <laughs> I like niggas like that, man. Just his shootout. Shit. The description of his shootout interview is like <laughs> akin to the Soldier Boy rant. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> and just all the times this nigga just got knocked out. Like it's just funny. But um, oh, <laughs> uh, I guess that's it. Uh, I y'all want to do these tweets, I guess. Yeah. Draft top tweets, man. This is a classic uh, topic that we tend to bring back occasionally. Uh, damn, that shit was crazy. We were just talking about this tonight. So, so it's right on time. Uh, but yeah, draft top tweets. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll get bored on Twitter. And because I had to switch my Twitter, <laughs> uh, I don't really have a whole lot of followers. It's really just the people that I fuck with. <laughs> I, mean, I don't follow a whole lot of people. 
So, like, I really will go through somebody's whole tweet history in the day if I'm on Twitter just to see what niggas is talking about. I actually do that, too, though. Uh, like, certain people. Damn, that's a lot. Uh, yeah. But uh, draft being on that list, <laughs> uh, I want to protect my tweets. They they feel defenseless. <laughs> and I don't know I don't know if at any point you want to comment on the psychology or thought process yeah, yeah, that you yeah. had during these tweets. Because you know I, I mean? definitely remember that. Mm. And I feel like that was because a lot of times I want to say shit and I know I can't say it because mm. I'm like, I don't know where this shit is going to end up. Like yeah. somebody retweet it. It might not yeah, even be your follower. end up viral. Yeah. yeah. That shit's happened to me multiple times. Not even viral. Just It just gets to the person that you're talking about. You um, know what I mean? So it's petty. Damn, man. <laughs> yeah. Or not even that I'm talking about the person that I know how it could be inferred that I'm talking about someone. Man, I, sometimes I let that shit fly. Like, hit dog holler. And it ain't necessarily, you got to keep that same energy for yourself. But with, with, with shit like that, like, I remember saying, like, yo, I, they was like, yo, I know a certain type of nigga named this. Like, they all the same. I'm like, yeah, all them niggas still. <laughs> Knowing I know three people with this name. But, <laughs> but if it if it land, <laughs> that shit land, bro. Like, and I don't. I be yeah. seeing tweets about struggle rappers being offended, and I get offended immediately. So <laughs> Yeah. Especially but... if it's like a chick that I know I smashed or something or dealt with. It's like, oh, bitch. Well, in that case, <laughs> yeah. like, you got to look at, like, you are who you sleep with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. You the type. I like to think I'm not. We but... both got a type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at yourself. I like to think I'm not who I'm sleep. I sleep. Hey, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that that's my number one draft. Uh, well, my first draft top tweet. Uh, second draft top tweet. This was really on par two because I've been hooping a lot. But imagine a young nigga calling you old school on the court. <laughs> what do you do after that? Oh, uh, but that shit, I, w- I was thinking about hooping and shit. <laughs> and I, like, Damn, man. I have to go out there. I, like, go I on. I can't move like I used to and shit. Nigga. I remember you had another one of and y'all. I'm gonna like back a nigga down. I'm gonna do a hook shot or some shit. Bro. Oh, old school. One of your worst moments was out there. Uh, I guess you had hooped recently and been like, yeah, telling niggas you was just out there for exercise. Yeah, <laughs> that type shit. Probably because they was just like, nah, nah, good hustle though, bro. Mm. And I'm just like, damn, man. Like I'm getting a participation trophy out here. <laughs> you weekend warrior with a participation yeah. trophy. Yeah, it was weekend warriors that you respect, and then there's old school niggas. Like, oh yeah, this nigga, nigga's clearly from a different era. Like, that. His socks are too high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The hook usually that's usually the giveaway, or you back a nigga down. Yep. Wow, that yeah. shit's terrible, man. That's just big man play, yeah, bro. You, you, you doing post moves? Yeah. <laughs> post moves get you them punch, but yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, shout out Giannis. <laughs> nigga, nigga, yeah. shout out, you know, shout out mm. to being washed. Mm. I had this moment hooping out there at uh, East Lake, and I, I, it just happens to be a court by my crib. Niggas be shitting on hooping outside, bro. I'm, sometimes I like being outside. It's the only time I'm really gonna do it. Hooping indoors kind of take away the appeal. I didn't want to hoop outside no more because they said that shit is terrible for your knees. Another wash moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, a nigga shouted me out. Like, my team was winning. And the nigga, the nigga was like, y'all only winning because of this nigga, bro. This nigga 6'5", won't even dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, nigga, you want, I got to go to work tomorrow, nigga. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> y'all going to help me out here with these niggas? And, they, and the whole game I'm watching before I get picked up, just fouling. <laughs> Hard, mm-hmm. so that's <laughs> another old nigga thing. Yeah, to do. like stop fouling. That's how niggas got shot at running shoot. Nigga. That was the shoot part. <laughs> 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 All right, sure. 
three uh number three draft top tweet. I was on a mission to accomplish nothing nothing today. <laughs> I think that goal was achieved. I think this was the day uh mm-hmm. No, nah, this wasn't the barbecue day. That was Juneteenth. That was the weekend before. The chop uh, Oh yeah. That uh, was the chop chop weekend. N R D weekend. Yeah. I really wanted to go out. I think like that happens a lot of times where I say it, I tell everybody like, Yeah, hell yeah, I'm gonna see you there. And then I like <laughs> I had that realization like, nigga, you're not you're not going anywhere, man. Like, I think that's just adulthood, nigga. Like Yeah. You, you I feel like I do it more than more, most people. You prioritize in in, in real yeah. time. <laughs> like I just give myself any excuse not to go there. Like, nigga, it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's eight o'clock and it's yeah. dark, bro. It's a bad sign. <laughs> You never know what could be out there. Or I see like a shooting on the news. Like, I feel like my la- is dangerous. My laziness is is like pawned off as intuition. Like, yeah, I wasn't supposed mm, to be there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. As soon as a nigga called me and tell me some shit happened, I'm like, yep, yep that was exactly. it. Exactly. That was the reason. Yeah. It's nigga superstition, bro. <laughs> nigga wishing. <laughs> uh, next draft top tweet. It's my personal favorite. This is a retweet, so it was like a it was kind of an assist. Uh, shout Slade the Monster. Slade the Monster tweeted, like, how how long do you think the phrase period is going to last? Draft response. <laughs> is that's up to <laughs> niggas? Uh, I feel like that doesn't really need much explanation. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two types of people I ever hear say that phrase. <laughs> so it's just one of those things. Um, and if someone, if a man says that to me, I instantly question sexuality. <laughs> question, that's very uh, sensitive, man. It's not a masculine phrase. Yeah. It's so fucked up that I thought, well, never mind. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, man. We only yeah, do a top five, yeah, man. Yeah, right, I think cool. if we get it. Todd, you got any? You good? I have a couple honorable mentions. All right. Um, fuck. Dating in your 30s is like thrifting. Even when you find good shit, it's some shit that someone else didn't want that much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I had that same idea, like, yeah. about Tinder. I was like, this is just like walking in the ragorama. Yeah. Or worse. Yeah. Um, how do you watch porn and think, I got to leave a comment under this video? <laughs> <laughs> All I think about that, just, I mean, for obvious reasons, yeah. bro. When I see comments, I'm just like, sick of <laughs> You got this reviews, yeah. <laughs> Do your business and go. Get the fuck out of here, bro. And the craziest part of that is after I tweeted that, I started reading more comments on the new porn <laughs> yeah. video. Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes I'm like, man, I wonder what her name is. <laughs> and then you read those comments, they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, if you can what find her here. Or no, you just, you know, you can find her here. Like, you find what other videos she in. Like, niggas be putting you on game. Mm. So as much as I talked about them, niggas, shout out to them, man. <laughs> like damn, that shit is very useful knowledge. Yeah. Sometimes I run out of porn stars. I'm like, damn man, who's the new talent? And, uh, you can always go homemade, man. Yeah. Never, nobody has a name. Sometimes uh, I don't have no face. Nah, I like my porn like the NBA. I want to know who the top players are. You I want to see that name watch, on their back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need I a number watch to wear. LeBron, nigga. I need, I need to want to watch stars, nigga. I don't need small market teams. Like, <laughs> Porn league. league might be hope, might might be a money draw. Yeah, that would be dope. Mm. Porn league, I don't even know how you would win. But anyway, uh, I guess Everybody we get, get it. <laughs> uh, 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 we get into what we've been watching, and listening to. Uh, for me, I like I said, I watched the uh, FBI uh, MLK documentary. It was pretty cool. It just showed you how fucked up the FBI is, man. Honestly, uh, especially with uh, J Edgar Hoover, I didn't know like the intricacies of, like, him and Dr. King's relationship. Like, apparently they were going back and forth, like, across the media and just, 
Yeah. And they were just showing how, like, fucking, I hate calling, I feel like there's a better name for Dr. King. It sounds, anyway, but uh, MLK. Mar- my nigga Marty. Yeah, Marty. Marty McFly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was, uh, they were just showing how he was, <laughs> he was trying to his best. <laughs> 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 Dr. Was, Marty McFly. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying his best to uh, to not go head to head with J. Edgar Hoover and shit. Like as, mu- <laughs> as much as he yeah, changes the whole premise back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, Dr. Martin Luther King was like, "Y'all had a dream, bro." <laughs> but yeah, man. The news come in. This nigga marching on sale. <laughs> Going back in time. <laughs> <laughs> man, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, FBI. Uh, okay. Documentary was pretty dope. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, he was just trying to not. To, he, basically, the whole shit is him not like not trying to get murked and shit. You could tell like they was on his ass, so he was just like wasn't trying to talk too much shit. And he's just like, every time they would ask him direct questions about J. Edgar Hoover, he'd just be like, oh, he's a respectable man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Trying his best. But he mm. just, that just, shit was just uh, pretty funny. But uh, not funny, ha-ha. But funny, uh-oh. But um, other than that, uh, I watched the Influencer documentary. It's a 2020 thing. Uh, they've been putting out decent documentaries. I also watched a joint uh, about the heiress and the lawyer that's been stealing all. I think I talked about it on the last podcast. It's a lawyer that's been. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> anyway, check out the ABC 2020 documentaries. Oh, they also did one on Mike Tyson. Oh, shit. It's a two part documentary. They're an hour episode apiece. It was pretty good. Um, it shows the highs and lows. Uh yeah, man, that shit with Robin Givens, man. Mm. I forgot all about that interview like they did with Barbara Walters, where he, she just both completely, yeah. huh? Was it both of them? Or yeah, yeah, it was both, both of them. The yeah, they sit on the couch together, and she just completely just throws them underneath the bus. She's like, "So how is it living with Mike Tyson?" She's I like, a, "A nightmare." And he's sitting right beside her, yo. And she's like, "He's like a child. He just throws tantrums and shit." And you just see him just falling apart, like he's trying to keep it together and shit. It's just like, man, this nigga's gritting his teeth. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine that. All right, shout. <laughs> nah, we will say that story for later. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, 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 but um, yeah, it's just really fucked up. It just, I mean, I like I like the documentary because they just kind of show how somebody becomes the person they are like it's you know like when you see the entirety of his life it's like oh well i mean it kind of makes sense like why he lashed out and did the things he did like everything lines up perfectly like 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 i always say man don't tell me uh don't call somebody crazy just show me how they got there i mean Mm -hmm. like that's the perfect example of that he has perfect reason to be who he is so um that shit was really dope uh i got into loki finally uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, Tom Huddleston, I believe his name is. Um, he's really good. I think he, he plays the fuck out of that character, man. Mm-hmm. Like um, Owen Wilson was a good addition. I like the way Marvel is start, starting to sprinkle in like A-list actors into their movies, or maybe the A-list actors are getting desperate. But whatever the case is, <laughs> Marvel, Marvel's catch records for actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, everybody's trying to get in the Marvel universe. Check, 
Like Me I was too. even uh, seeing the Modoc uh, credits. It's just like uh, they got so many people in there. I didn't realize there were so many comedians in there. Patton Oswalt putting on. Yeah. Um, that too. I, I didn't really. I guess it's not really a watch, but I read like the backstory on Modoc. It was really really dope. Like like you talked about another episode, like that bar with all the uh, villains. Mm-hmm. Like each of them has a very unique backstory <laughs> through the comic books that I didn't know. You know, because I'm not like even with the Melter shit. That shit was really dope because he's like a character from the 50s. So, like, that's why kind of like he, he died and shit at the end because, like, he died in the comics like 60 years ago. So, like, and mm-hmm. that's why they make him the old head and shit. Like, mm-hmm. they like chose all the little defunct characters from like various storylines. Like, I thought that was really because nobody would have any frame of reference to who they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, it makes you dig a little bit yeah. deeper. Then you see like each each person has like every character has like a armadillo. Long, yeah, <laughs> has a history and it, yeah, it's really dope. But um, I think that was about it. Uh, I listened to the dollop again. Um, oh, I didn't know that Cassius Clay was an abolitionist first. So Cassius Clay was Muhammad Ali was named after an abolitionist, a white abolitionist from the 1800s. Oh wow! Yeah, they have a whole episode about Cassius Clay, Shit. the abolitionist. <laughs> So that that shit was really interesting. Uh, definitely invite anybody got time nice. to listen to that. But uh, let's, I think that's it. All right. Uh, I guess since you started with what you've been watching, I'll start with what you what I've been listening to. I also been listening to the dollop. I listened to uh, the episode about deodorant. Oh yeah, that was good. That yeah. was a hilarious episode. Basically, it talks about how the marketing for deodorant became a thing, or the the discovery of people's thinking <laughs> and the process that they went through trying to uh, get rid of that. Yeah, they had to like shame people into yeah. like that, the whole deodorant thing. Like, you, yeah. you, yeah. It was crazy they married? attacked women first. Yeah, first. Yeah. <laughs> like deodorant was only a thing for women at first. Like stench used to be like a manly type thing. They like, said one of the ads was like a, a man walking out of his family's home oh, yeah. holding like his wife was holding his daughter and he just got all his bags packed, and he was like, "Yo, why is it? Why is Edward leaving home? <laughs> is it because the cooking's not good? <laughs> is it because the house isn't clean? No, this bitch got a funk box. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, yeah, <laughs> she carries the odor of pennies and fish everywhere yeah. she goes. <laughs> but no, um, that was a dope episode. I've also been listening to Hound Tall a lot. Hound Tall was one of the podcasts that Draft put me on with Moshe Kasher, uh, one of the alumni of the Champs, one of my other favorite podcasts. Um, but they did an episode on Scientology that I thought was really interesting. Um, they one of my favorite discussions, <laughs> the discussion between like religion and cult. They kind of break down. I don't think there's really any answer. I think it's just one of those things. Like if it's a, if it lasts long enough, it's a religion. <laughs> if it's new and you don't understand shit based on society standards, it's a cult. And sometimes you, it it work like NBA players too. Sometimes you never get drafted, but niggas know about you. Like, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was a dope one. Uh, we referenced the, uh, they referenced the uh, South Park episode with Tom Cruise and how tight, it, it brought to my attention how tight knit Scientologists are and how like ready they are to fuck with you. Um, but um, they had an episode with Tom Cruise in it and they had to figure out how to hide this nigga's likeness in the whole show. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, imagine being that untouchable. You know, hide my likeness. Shout out Jay Z. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> what else have I been listening to uh, music wise? 
Um, still pray for Haiti. I watched a documentary on Vice. I guess we're getting back to what I'm watching. But a documentary on Vice on the political state in Haiti right now. Uh, and it's fucked up, as you would probably assume. Uh, another governmental coup seems to be on the rise. Um, and they talked about how like a lot of the... The neighborhoods are controlled by gang leaders pretty much. A lot of the same things you see if you ever watch The City of God or any documentary that explain the situation in the favelas in Brazil. But <clears throat> basically, they have these little local warlords that run the communities based on what the government allows them to do. And now they're starting to be, of course, a pushback from the citizens of these communities. And there's a lot of casualties. And... At this point, the citizens are banding together, prepared to talk about what the government is doing. Um, and it always tends to happen around a a, a very po uh, politically poignant election, and this is no different. So whoever's in charge, I forget the names. I probably should have done more research before I had the podcast. But it made me think about the album Pray for Haiti and some of the interviews that Makami has been doing talking about like this being bigger than just the album. A lot of the proceeds for the album are so I think he mentioned we're going yeah. to the, the relief fund in Haiti. Yep. And being part of the community, um, I feel like like he's probably got I remember dating a Haitian chick that was telling me like like yeah, it was real down there. Like my dad and my uncle would sit on the roof with AKs at night. Like we had a compound, like just because they were friends with somebody who ended up being the pre who was part of the the uh, the party leading the coup, and she was like, "Yeah, we got to get the fuck out of there." So that's how I ended up here. But it's just our worldview is so skewed, and a lot of times it does take shit like art to bring that in perspective. So shout out my Um <clears throat> Uh, Young Nudie, 21 Savage, EA. Shout out Logan. He sent me that and I was proud. Made my heart smile. Uh, I just talked about, uh, uh, like, I'm from the five, middle finger foot six. That line, just the intro, uh, like, everything that I feel like sums up a nigga from the east side. Do you picture this nigga walking out the corner store? No shirt. <laughs> Dreads. <laughs> Asking you if you want gas. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> and that uh, I didn't do a huge this week but I've been listening to Sly and the Family Stone if you want me to stay so very hard to go Tower of Power Dearest Alfred Karunga Ben Miss Me uh, I shout thought out of Lumi D immediately when you said you <laughs> want me to stay uh oh <laughs> uh oh <laughs> indeed um shout out to Lumi D wherever she is shout out yeah. And she, am I? Leave her, leave her, leave her alone. Yeah, I got you. That's cool. Um, bad, bad, not good. Time moves slow. Um, what else? What else? Uh, Bobby Caldwell, open your eyes. Uh, Legends of the Fall, uh, mm -hmm. Ron Mexico. Mm -hmm. Evil Eye, Mike. Uh, West Side Gun, Versace. Um, let me think what else. I think that's it as far as what I've been listening to. What have I been watching? Uh, like I said, that Vice documentary on Haiti. Um, it's the most recent one. I may put uh, a mention of it in the liner notes. Maddie Matheson's uh, Dead Set on Life. It's an interesting show from a cooking perspective. You know, I keep my eye on the, like those, that generation of like cooking show trend. Uh, Action Bronson, etc. A lot of these motherfuckers be white. Uh, this conversation to be had. But that being said, um, 
It was a moment in one of the episodes he had where he was borderline doing blackface. And I have no comment or opinion on it. I understand this is, first of all, he's Canadian. I don't know how y'all motherfuckers keep ending this blackface mix, but y'all find a way. Um, but uh, he went to Juve, which Damn, is a big carnival. Yeah, that's two of them. Three. Yeah, three of them. And, with him. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, he went to Juve, which is a Caribbean festival, the uh, a Caribbean party held during Carabana, which is a big Caribbean festival held in Toronto. And um, he covered himself in oil, kind of like in the Jay Z, a big pimping video, and. They described it as like a way of reminding them that like it's mocking the slave master, which don't seem like you mocking the slave master. Like <laughs> it doesn't seem like that. But anyway, uh, the food was dope. He went to a lot of Caribbean restaurants. Apparently, there's like a reggae lane up there, which uh, kind of commemorates the the West Indian culture that's in Toronto. Because I always hear things about like how many West Indian people are in Toronto, like how, how black the city is. And anytime I went to Toronto as a child. Never looked like that. So, like, I, I, it was interesting to, from that perspective. Um, I've been I've been really interested about this Anthony Bourdain documentary because I want to see the behind the scenes on kind of like the the type of persona that inspired all these seeds or like branches of this type of media. Um, so I've been looking forward to that. Watched that trailer like four times. Uh, the Vince Staple Law Averages video, which was really dope. Uh, Lumberjack by Tyler Creator, also a dope visual. Really looking forward to the album. Um, a lot of Kill Tony, the Alex Jones episode. Um, I went back and watched the Joe Rogan and... I think it was just a Joe Rogan episode. One where he, they roasted this nigga hat. Because he was like, hey, you always be wearing these comedian hats. Um, it was a paper boy hat. It's like you sell newspapers in the 50s. Um... <laughs> And then randomly, uh, I shout out to my YouTube algorithm for once. Uh, the best of Master P. It's a seven-hour video. Like I, apparently, it was like a series that they did, but they string all these, um, all these episodes together on YouTube. It was done by BET, um, but it's just about No Limit and like how he built that brand. I didn't really know. I didn't realize that he moved out to California to start No Limit Records. He was living yeah. out there in Richmond. And uh, it talked about his family, uh, how the story about him taking his grandfather to the hospital and him giving him the wrong mes- me- uh, medicine was like the same day my dad went missing. So I'm just sitting there thinking about like, oh, fuck, nigga. <laughs> it's one of the moments, man. <laughs> but it, it, and uh, a lot of the shit with his brother, C-Murder, like when you heard it, because we didn't have access to social media and the story didn't un- uh, unfold in front of us, it was one of those things where I looked at it like, oh, okay. I kind of see how it carried out in public or in a, in a public setting for him. Because when he explained it in his words, it was like, oh, okay, that shit makes sense. But, um, yeah, shout out Master P, man. Real black mogul. Um, but, yeah, that's it, man. Uh, Taji, anything? Um, real quick, just been listening to um, French Drill. Um, shout out to Gazo. <clears throat> Um, Chromatics, Closer to Grey, and Kill for Love, two of my favorite joints. Uh, Drugs and Hella Melodies. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Trespassing, Ohio Players. Um, you Got the Love, Rufus and Shaka Khan. Um, that's really been it. I've been playing um, my uh, Game Boy Advance SP because I've been playing Link to the Past, one of my favorite Zelda joints. 
It was on Super Nintendo. Um, that's really been it. I haven't been watching anything. It's just the pun, beach. It's a punny name. Link to the past. Yeah. Okay. I'll just One of our first bonding moments was Ocarina of Time. Love that shit. I'm playing that shit on 3DS right now, too. Man, I never played a Zelda joint. Man. Oh, my God. Ocarina of Time was one of the ones. Nah. I dove in. Ooh, man. I always wanted to get into Star Fox too, but uh, that's Star uh, Fox is great. Uh, I hope they're bringing that back, and then Star Fox is coming. Yeah, Metroid too. Yeah. Ah, uh, really? Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, ah. Uh. Anyway, I guess on that note, well, watch never washed up. Shout out to four four creators. Yeah, shout out. No, uh, no limit exposure. Man. You see us, you see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, y'all stay black. Yep.